All right. What's shaking today, uh, Lizzie? I don't know. I think I think uh, Hunter Biden's been doing some shaking. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm thinking. Somebody needs to whack his off. Yeah, whack him off. Oh, my God. No, that didn't. Okay, yeah. Whack it off, not him. Whack it off. Whack, whack. That was a Taylor Swift song, Shake It Off. Yeah, uh-huh. It's a good thing that she's saving Kelsey's off. career. Whack it off. I really, it's the other way around. She's He's saving her music career because it was so bad. Yeah, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I hate our dirty country. I love Ugh. patriots. Me too. But I hate our dirty country. We got some dirty people here. Uh, Jill, I know it's shake it off, not whack it off. I was trying to be funny. I was hoping that. Did you? Heard, you got that I was saying that. I know what you were saying. Jill maybe didn't guess. Get the little quote about all the whacking off that goes on the show. And we're saying whack it off. We didn't mean like. We mean like cut it off. We meant cut it off. You know, like people cut their genitals off to become a transgender. Yeah. And Joe sits back down. He's like, "What if I walk back into?" Oh. Joe, I'm. So, I forgot. Hey, I because I was here. I had a lot of work that I was doing here yesterday. I forgot to put your smelly thing back into the wall. Oh, I saw that. Sorry about yeah. that. I, it, it can be a bit strong. That time. well, here's the thing, and I'm I'm curious with people with smells and things. I if I'm around a smell like that for a long time, it gives me a headache. Like I can deal with it in doses, yeah. but if it it starts to like mess with me, yeah. I even read an article that it attacks the. The pheromones or smell, they can the the mm. fake chemicals mm -hmm. can attack your testosterone. Oh, that's interesting. How's your testosterone, Joe? I don't know. How's your manlyhood? I'm feeling pretty woman. Yeah. Really. <laughs> I've heard that those smelly things too. I have them. Good all morning, over my house. Sherry. Good morning, Crystal. Somebody said you need to get these out of your house. They cause cancer. What those smell things? Yeah, but I have them. See, all See, I'm telling you, I, I it's a big story. I started. I watched a video on this. And I was like, is that why those things give me a headache? They give me a headache, like smell mm. things. Do you want to know the main reason why I use those? Well, I mean, that one smells really good. However, I, I use them at phone. home. I can't hear you. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Normally, I hear you through the wall. I, What's that? No, I, I, I use them at home because lavender keeps the, the spiders away. Uh, apparently, lavender, yeah. the smell of lavender, spiders don't like it. Like real it. lavender? Yeah, or like, like that, that smell. Because anytime I use those, I never have a spider problem. Just saying. Yeah. I've heard that too. I don't have spider problems either, and I have them in my house. But somebody said, you need to get them out. You're going to give people cancer. Who said that? I don't know. Just a friend of mine said that. I don't know who oh, said that. Because it. I'm, Lizzie, I'm telling you, I, I've, I've heard it. I don't doubt it. I know. Everything gives us cancer. Yeah. Mm. And we all have. Did we not have a cornhole game this morning? No, we were late. We didn't come on until seven fifty-three, man. Three um, minutes. I'm sorry, like that's early compared to some days. Um, uh, no, so there, we couldn't have done that. Jill said, "Funny, you succeeded." Wick it off, wick wick. Oh my god, <laughs> we suck. <laughs> Get a thunderstorm. We love it. I don't understand that. Good morning. Best way to start the day. Smash the like button. We appreciate it. 
I'm just, are there smells that give you headaches as soon as you smell it? For me, it's pretty much most of those plugins. But I've also been told you're not any better with candles because the chemicals mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. make up candles. the candle are the same thing. That yeah. those are two of the worst things you can have in the house. Yeah. If you're going to have things, it needs to be natural. I don't know. I have all that stuff. And the only thing that gives me a headache is if, say, it's the fall, I think it should be a pumpkin smell instead of like, you know, like a watery smell. Are you a pumpkin spice chick? No, not I really. I thought most women were like pumpkin spice. I don't, I won't drink pumpkin spice, but I like the smell of it in my yeah. house. Uh, Crystal, who does our sales. Oh my God. Somebody's smelling weakness. <laughs> Anytime I smell weakness. <laughs> Shut up, Alex. It's so <laughs> stupid. Uh, smell napalm in the morning. Uh, Crystal says essential oils are different, way better for you than chemical air fresheners and candles. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's apparently what that is, is essential oil. That's yeah, because he, I think yeah. you brought essential oil one. Yeah, that's what So yeah. essential oil is, is different than the plug-in because it's a plug-in. It's right? a plug-in, but it, it's essential oil that's in there. So that's what it says. Anyway. You can also boil orange peels. I've heard about that cinnamon sticks, et cetera, to help your house smell better. And it's natural. Yeah. That does so smell good. Crystal, the next time you're in the studio, Look at the essential oil that is in a little container plugged into the wall for us and let me know if you don't know already, if that's fine. If it's bad, we got to get Joe a different smelling. It's Glade, right. so I, it, you know, it's a corporate thing, so I would imagine it's probably bad. Angie says soya wax candles are fine. Yeah, we're burning candles in here. <laughs> it's at the place. Oh, well, and Joe had With a flying cornhole bag. Oh my gosh. Be careful with some essential oils. They can be very dangerous for dogs. I know I have to, I can't put as many, many out because my cat sniffs it and I don't want my granddaughter to get it either. So I have to put them up high now. You just sparked a new idea, Vic. Flaming cornhole. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Oh, there you go. (laughs) What kind of, do you, is it bearskin hand throw? Is it with a glove? I don't know. I guess whatever you can handle. If you can handle tossing it barehanded while it's on flame and in, in flame, then yeah. A lot of plugins have synthetic, is what Mary says. I have to check all that out. <laughs> it's probably bad if it's Glade. Yeah, it probably have. is. <clears throat> everything, almost everything, is bad for you that you buy like in a package. It's not good. Lizzie says Alex smells weakness. Mm-hmm. Weakness. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right, Joe, you ready to start? Biff McCullough from um, Vehicle Protection Network will be in. Talk some politics. Talk what's going on with this company. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, right, let's go ahead and start. Hey guys, welcome to Cancel This, CancelTheShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with the Lizzie Sparks and the Pro Joe. It is a Tuesday, October 3rd. Welcome to CancelTheShow.com. Ready to get things rocking and rolling today. Uh, the reason I said I hate our country, I love patriots, I hate our country. 
because of what it's become, mm-hmm. because of the shit show that's going on with the Trump proceedings um, all over the place and media covers it. When Fox News in the morning is even ripping the court system, ripping judges, ripping terrible, and I mean terrible, prosecuting attorneys trying to make a name for themselves, showing up for silly, stupid little made-up charges, but not showing up when kids are being shot in Harlem Mm -hmm. and bodega owners are being ransacked and nowhere to be found, promoting BLM. But once again, that's what you get in New York City. That's why everybody wants to leave the damn place. Anyway, um, liberal cities are falling apart all across America. You can thank your liberal politics for that. Sorry, it's a... It is what it is. Tell me I'm wrong. Prove that I'm wrong and I'm not. It's the blue cities. It's those ideals that are going down and all around. And the rest of us have to deal with it and watch your stuff take place. Okay. We're here. We got the Trump stuff from yesterday and today. He's going to be back in court again today, Lizzie. Yes, he is. I wish you could meet him sometime. I I wish we could arrange that for you to do. Yes, I would be so excited. I've seen him from afar, but I've never talked to him personally. If I could ever arrange that for you, I would. Oh, good, good. I'll be looking forward to that. (laughs) I would. Aaron says patriotism is just nostalgia at this point. The country you think you love doesn't exist anymore. And we broadcast out of the St. Louis area and, of course, all over the country, listeners all over the country. Um, When I do take drives in certain spots through St. Louis County and St. Louis City, I know this may be difficult for a lot of our listeners and viewers to understand, but I feel as if I'm in a different world. Yes, me too. It's you drive, you cross over a couple highways, Mm -hmm. ideals change, people change. I mean, boom. It's like, what? I just drove two miles. Yes. What the hell happened? Mm -hmm. Um, Which is why I say St. Louis County has always been so liberal and votes for who they vote for and why St. Louis County is going down the drain Mm -hmm. as well. It really is. Uh, Annette says, hey, by the way, guys, went to the Cardinals game Sunday, the last game. And during the Wayno ceremony, Adam Wainwright, for our listeners around the country, longtime pitcher with the Cardinals, just retired. They were doing a ceremony before the game started. Albert Pujol, Shadier Molina came back. My son was fortunate to get invited, so he went. But Annette says they introduced Corey Bush, and she got booed. That is a beautiful thing. <laughs> that is beautiful music to my ears. So you're saying there's a chance? Yeah. Uh, thirty-four. Derek says thirty-four people in here now. Let's all hit the share button right now. It's as easy as making a comment. Hit the arrow by the comment area. Appreciate that, Derek. Once again, when you go to our different platforms on canceltheshow.com. You can jump in, hit like, you can give us a thumbs up. It lets us know that you're there. It also helps our programs and how the algorithm works as well. Okay, we got the Trump stuff to talk about. We're going to get into that. We've got another situation. And I think what we'll do, (coughs) we'll hold off on the commercials, Joe, if that's cool. (laughs) My gosh. Get a drink. I, that smelly thing, <coughs> that smelly thing has gotten them. Joe, your smelly thing has gotten them. And there you go. I never want to deal with Joe's smelly thing ever again. We know how to get rid of Vic. So <laughs> get a load of that, Joe. If you ever want to just off him, put smelly things all over the studio. And there you go. That's how That's how we get rid of Vic. It's like He's, a roach motel in here. A roach motel. It is kind of like a roach I motel. I thought you were going to make another drop out of Lizzie talking about your smelly thing. Right. Mm-hmm. It is. I I agree with you. I like your smelly thing because sometimes it stinks in here. What the fuck? (laughs) 
Uh, we'll get so we got Donald Trump to talk about. Um, man, Matt Gates, McConnell, round two. Mitch or not Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy. Those two going at it still. Hunter Biden, uh, more evidence. Democrats say, oh, there's no evidence. There's evidence all over the damn place. Um, the DOJ won't do anything about it. As a matter of fact, the evidence between Joe Biden, his son, and dirty business dealings around the world, there's more evidence of that than there is on all of the indictments stacked up against Donald Trump. The only difference is attorney generals and the DOJ who are going after Donald Trump because they don't want him to run. Once again, if Donald Trump was not running for president, none of this stuff would be there. Um, you can't trust anything, anything anymore in any blue areas. You just can't. You can't do it. And we're seeing it over and over and over again. Derek says she teed that one up for you, Joe. You kind of left it there. Um, that's fine. Like a dangling participle. Like he just left it right there. <laughs> I, I, what do you What do you say when somebody says they like the smell of your smelly thing? <laughs> and then she called it a dangling participle. Right. right. <laughs> Oh goodness. Uh Greg says exactly, Vic. It's 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 so horrible to think of those things that are going on. So we're gonna get into that, the Hunter Biden situation that's going on um with that. Very interesting. A a Democrat congressman, oh yeah, in DC, he got carjacked last night. Seven hundred fifty carjackings in oh. DC just this year. Oh, but we want to reimagine policing like Corey Bush and Tashar Jones in the St. Louis area. We've got enough police. Hell, even T Dubbo tried to tell us there's enough police in St. Louis. But look at this crap going all around the world. That stuff mm. is insane. Um, there is some passion from. Do we still have the video? I'll send it back to you again. I didn't get to it yesterday. Um, Mike Bost out of Illinois, lost his mind on Capitol Hill two days mm -hmm. ago because of the whole possible government shutdown. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did you see this? I did not. I heard you There's talking about it. There's passion like you wouldn't believe in what happens. And let me know if I need to resend that to you, Joe, because I, I think will. I do. Who is it? Uh, Mike Bost. Yeah, I don't have that. One. Politician from Illinois. Was pissed off about the government possible shutdown. We've also got Tucker Carlson with what's going on with the Trump situation and what we saw. And that's where I was hoping we could start real quick. This whole deal with Trump yesterday. Mm -hmm. um, it, I, let's start with Tucker breaking this down. Is that cool? And and you'll see the judge. And I know Lizzie yeah. had upset you. There was a camera in there yesterday. Yeah. And the camera switches to the judge. Mm -hmm. And he like smiles, takes off yeah. his glasses, fixes his hair. Yeah. He was quite, he was having quite a lot of fun now, at Trump's expense. Now at the end of the day, Trump was kind of giving the judge a little bit of credit. I think he was playing him. He might have been. Trump's alleging, and it seems alleging, that 80% of what they're trying to go after him is already over the statute of limitations. Correct, and that he contributes the judge for bringing that out. And then the attorney general had to respond back, oh, no, 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 that's a wrong interpretation. It's This is all a political act. It's all for her. She already said she was running to try to go after Trump. She's a liberal. I hate to call, and I don't want to call people names, but her actions are purely mm -hmm. evil, especially when you consider that there's no crime in New York at all for her to go after. And she's trying to go after Donald Trump for over-evaluating his companies, mm -hmm. allegedly. Yeah. Literally, that's what it's all about. Are you kidding me? And then she's there. 
If you don't see what's going on, shame on you. But you guys are all intelligent. You're smart. You keep an open mind. The world may not consider you to be smart by book purposes or educational standpoints or degrees, but if you keep an open mind, you're more intelligent than most people. And if you keep an open mind, at least listen to everything, and you're like, whoa, 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 wait a second. This isn't how it always goes, and it's not. And this is all about keeping Donald Trump out of running for office. Tucker Carlson last night, this is about a three, four-minute piece, did an amazing job of breaking some of this down and shows some video from the courtroom, which is why I wanted to use that. But here's Tucker trying to break this down. If you've ever wondered why it's taken you so long to figure out what's happening now in American politics, don't blame yourself. It's not your fault. It's hard for most Americans to comprehend the total dishonesty of American liberalism. Virtually nothing the liberal says is true. And the lies are not ordinary lies. The lies are so brazen, so aggressive and unending that it's difficult for a normal person to understand what's happening. 30 years ago, for example, liberals began to lecture us, softly at first and then in an increasingly high volume, about tolerance. How could you have known then that they planned, in fact, to usher in the most intolerant age in American history? They've done that now, but few people saw it coming. We shouldn't make the same mistake again. Liberals are now telling us they plan to protect American democracy, and that's the clearest possible sign that they intend to end it. 13 months from this week, the United States will hold a national election. In a democracy, citizens can vote for the candidate of their choice. That's not just a feature, it's the defining fact of the electoral system. The people rule. They can send anyone they want to Washington because they're in charge. But this year, in the name of protecting democracy, liberals have decided to strip Donald Trump's name from the ballot in states across the country. Trump is the front runner in the presidential race. He's currently beating Joe Biden in the polls. Yet liberals have decided that you should not be allowed to elect him president. That's not democracy. It's the opposite. It's totalitarianism. Just this morning, Donald Trump appeared in court in New York in a civil case brought by the state's attorney general that was designed explicitly to keep him out of the White House. That case is part of a larger legal barrage against Trump that so far includes a total of 91 felony counts, every one of them politically motivated. But today's civil case is especially absurd. In fact, it's hard to overstate its ridiculousness. In sum, Trump stands accused of inflating the value of collateral used to secure loans, loans that he has already paid back with interest. In other words, there is no injured party in this case. The biggest banks in the world assessed the risk and they made a profit, as they almost always do. Not a single person was defrauded. For this non-crime, Trump and his children are in the process of losing their homes and their businesses. Here's MSNBC's live coverage of the hearing today. And as you watch, pay special attention to the judge in the case, Arthur N. Gorin. And there you see President Trump, uh, the former president, I should say, next to his attorney, and that's Chris Kyes, who we expect to make the opening statements here. And then this, I, judge I guess, is uh, Judge Angoran. There he is, the judge, mugging like he's on stage in a middle school play, grinning, preening for the camera. Arthur and Gorin is thrilled to be on MSNBC. It's nauseating. This is not a legal proceeding. This is a grotesque parody of the system that our forefathers created, the fairest in the world, 
that in the years since has been seized by power worshipers like Arthur and Gorin. This is a dangerous moment. Without a legitimate legal system, people will no longer follow the law and the country will collapse. This is not about Trump. This is about preserving the United States of America. But Trump is at the center of the story. And so today for an overview of what exactly the strategy to prevent Trump from running for president and to end our current system. We can stop it right there. I just wanted you to get an idea of Tucker Carlson breaking it down, which he did last night, which was fantastic. And of course, I mean, look at the judge smiling. Look at that. It's a court of law, you dumbass. Oh, my God. What is he doing? It was it was a clown show. It was disrespectful. It shows the degradation of our country. He sit there is laughing. And it, I can't even understand how anyone could defend this situation when you look at him. He's laughing like, uh-huh. I know this is a waste of time. I know 80% of this is bullshit. But it's making Trump toil. And that's a good thing. He's like, mm, whatever. Eh, I don't care. Eh, whatever. I'm a New Yorker. Whatever. I'm mm-hmm. a liberal. I do whatever I want to do. Yeah. Um, I'm in a blue state. Mm-hmm. The reason this is so bad is the fact that they're going after money. Yes. This is a civil situation. By the way, a previous attorney general refused to even come after Donald Trump on these stupid ass trumped up charges against him. Then this new attorney general, um, who's just not a good person. And why do I say that? Well, I say it by her actions and I say it by what she refuses to do as an attorney general and what she is doing. Um, If you're an attorney general and you're acting from a political standpoint, you're motivated by politics, you're motivated to go after somebody and not actually help people who have suffered severe crimes, then you're not a good person and you're not fit for the job. And it shows what your intentions are. It's about political power. It's about staying in office. And that's what you're trying to do. They're trying to take money away from Donald Trump. Go after any of his businesses, his golf courses. Don't allow him to bring in income. Keep him off the campaign trail. Keep him locked up because we can't allow him to be president. You've heard this a lot of times. Once again, over and over and over again. And there, and if you listen to people talk and say anything, and if you're asked, be ready to give a good account in a positive way, but there's a reason they continue to go after Donald Trump. Once again, as we have seen with every fake indictment, it's all a bunch of crap. None of it sticks. And there's always some nasty gray area that leaves you going, what? Are you kidding me? Once again, let's get ratings for TV. Let's get people's opinions. Let's get people elected, politics. Um, This stuff is as bad as it gets. And you know what? Even if you don't like Donald Trump, I don't see how you could be an average, decent person if you think that this is good. Mm -hmm. This shouldn't be happening to anybody, especially if you're leading the presidential race and all the polling, which you are. Um, What this man has endured... What this man has overcome to this point in time, to me, and I know he's not perfect, and I know he's made a lot of mistakes in the past, but just because you've made mistakes in the past does not mean that you are the same person as you once were or made the mistakes as you are today. 
I know people mostly stay the same, but people can change. They can mature and do some things. What this man has been willing to do for Americans blows me away Mm -hmm. because you're talking about a guy that should be receiving every one of those stupid ass national and American awards for Nobel Peace Prizes and everything else for what he has done, how he takes care of people. One of the most giving politicians of all time because he made his own money and he's not connected to dirty lobbyists or dirty PACs. Mm Mm-hmm. Very true. I mean, by now, as Bindi is saying, somebody else would have thrown in the towel. There's no one else I can think on this planet Earth that would be able to keep going because they wouldn't have the money. Lobbyists would have left them. Donors would have left them. There's no one. I can't think of a soul on uh, this planet. He's been a godsend right now for the party. Mm-hmm. And somebody said, oh, Vic, you're going overboard. No, he has no, been right now. It's true. Because unfortunately, as much as I like the other Republicans, they're all tied to people. They're tied to groups. Mm-hmm. They're tied to PACs. They're tied to money. They need it. He doesn't. Correct. Correct. And that's and that's how Jeannie's saying that's how you know he's real. He's real. He makes mistakes. He does things he shouldn't do. Um, he says things people would rather he didn't say. But in the end, the reason why he resonates so much with the American people, I mean, he's a billionaire for crying out loud, but he resonates with the American people because people can genuinely see how much he loves this country and how much he loves the people that love this country. Um, Aaron says, no, he's making all new worse ones. That's the frustration with Trump. He absolutely is being wrongly prosecuted. But when he turns his ire on his own base, he's very hard to defend. And that comes from somebody who defends um, Ron DeSantis. You're allowed. Rob says America wants him to be president. And the Dems hate this country so much. They, they will sure try do. to disqualify this man. They sure and do. I'm sorry. I would love, hey, give us an account if you're a Democrat. Because mm-hmm. what we have seen is bad and you know it and there's no way to defend it. Um, we're going to listen to Donald Trump now. When he finished in court yesterday, as he gets ready to go back into court again today. And what Donald Trump did was brilliant. He turned it into a campaign stop. Mm-hmm. It was wonderful. Donald, thank you. The evil that is being done against you can easily be turned around and used as good when you do this. Talk as much as you possibly can, give an account, tell us the truth, give us the full story. And if these people who are going to bring evil things against you, make up things, try to come after you for the little things when they refuse to go after serious, hardcore crime that is legit, people like the Attorney General of New York, then use it against them. Continue your popularity. Continue to let the American people know what's going on on all those liberal national TV stations and local TV stations that actually are going to cover you. Here's Donald Trump talking yesterday, as only Donald Trump can. So very simply put, it's a witch hunt. It's a disgrace. We have a corrupt attorney general in the state. You see how she does? This trial was railroaded and fast-tracked. This trial could have been brought years ago, but they waited till I was right in the middle of my campaign. The same with other trials and indictments. It's all run by DOJ, which is corrupt in Washington. So very simply put... Was that the end of it? That was the end. And he brought up the situation of it being a corrupt trial. Mm Mm-hmm that it, the crime is being done to him, that he committed no crime. I do have another clip. Um, go ahead, run that clip, please. 
that was very good. That last five minutes was outstanding because the judge essentially conceded that the statute of limitations that uh, we won at the Court of Appeals is in effect. Therefore, about 80% of the case is over. Uh, I was going to come out and say that, as you know, we're not entitled to a jury, which is pretty unusual in the United States of America. So uh, we think it's very unfair that I don't have a jury. But uh, the judge's last statement was very fair. And if I read it right, I'll let perhaps one of the lawyers speak to it. But Cliff, maybe you'll speak to it if you would. But uh, the way I interpret that and the way everyone else in the room seems to interpret that is that the statute of limitations uh, is a very real thing in this country. And that would be about 80% of this case would be over. Could somebody speak to that, please? Cliff, you want to talk about that? Sure. So based on the judge's comments, based on the judge's comments at the end of the hearing, at the end of the trial today, here that he is agreeing that all the transactions that closed prior to 2014 are now out of the case. Which is about 80% of the case. And it's also uh, something that we want on appeal, but was not accepted by this court, but now seems to be accepted by this court. Okay, Donald Trump breaking it down for you, as you saw yesterday, how he was treated in regards to this whole situation. That's another big story again today. Um, when you look at the timeline of this and what's going on with it, it's going to go into December, maybe even January. Okay, just continue to keep it going. And then if you look at the other situations, there are other court proceedings that are scheduled to begin around that time for Donald Trump. Keep him off the campaign trail. Throw as much crap at him as we possibly can from a legal standpoint. Keep him off the campaign trail. Make sure that Donald Trump is dealing with all of these political fiascos that he possibly can deal with, these legal proceedings, and then let's hope for the best so that we can tr keep him from the whole goal. Going back to Jack Smith as well is to make sure that Donald Trump cannot run for president mm -hmm. because they know he is indestructible. They do know. He is their worst nightmare mm -hmm. because he is American red, white, and blue, the stars and stripes yes. flying through that eagle, coming through the sky to save Americans from all of the just deceit, the lies, mm -hmm. the one world order, the deep state, all of the crap that's going on, which Trump talks about constantly. Yes. Is he an angel? No, but I'll tell you this much. He is the guy that's taken on the deep state. He has won. Mm -hmm. He disrupted the plan and he's back again. And I'm going to tell you, there are Democrats who are hoping and praying to God because they listen to the media. They listen to the media and the headlines. Oh, my God, maybe we can get them out. There is a hope. I mean, there is literally a hope. And when it doesn't work and Trump is still standing there, mm -hmm. they're going to be so pissed that even though they know he is the guy, they still will refuse to accept him because it's their pride. Donald Trump is the best thing that has happened to this country right now. Deal with it. He's not perfect. We don't have other candidates, but guess what? You need a battle-tested man, and yes. this man is going through battle. And if and when he comes through all of this, there's nobody else you should want to be Correct. president. Correct. If you really are America first, if yes. you really are about your kids and your family's future, you got to have somebody who's about this country, mm -hmm. and the evidence stacks up what he was doing. And where this country is now. Hell, even Bill Clinton broke with his idiotic Democratic Party and said, yeah, we screwed up the border. Even Clinton's coming out and saying it now. Uh -huh. I'm like, what? 
Local news isn't running that. National no, news isn't running that, but that's why nobody watches it. I watch and jump in just to see what they're doing from time to time. Bill Clinton's even coming out and saying we screwed it up. Yeah, he is. I was like, kind of surprised about that. He knows it, though. He does know it. I mean, well, I think he's evil, but he knows what's up. <clears throat> he knows what's right. And he looks horrible because when he was there, he, uh, when he was the president, he acted like he wanted to secure the border. So Trump's continuing to deal with this crap day in, day out. He's back in court today dealing with more of th- these charges. And, and by the way, this whole situation, it's a pride issue with the attorney general mm-hmm. because Trump sued her over how she was coming after him and he just c- continued to be himself. So he lashed out at the, the attorney general and, um, and it's interesting because as he comes into court today, um, he's going to attend the trial. Um, he is also, um, let me see here. I'm trying to find out what he said. Apparently it's something that came out just a little bit ago. Um, he did a target, the uh, Letitia, Letitia James. So um, Trump has argued, and I want to make sure everybody's caught up on that, that uh, Letitia had provided false and ridiculous information to judge, to the judge in the case, indicating that the former president's net worth was far lower than it actually was. He called for the judge to terminate his initial ruling of fraud. So we'll see where that goes. By the way, we, you can raise it up or you can just, oh, no, that's not going to work. Can you, are you good? Can you stand by the chance? Because you're going to be way too low. We got our friend um, jumping in on this. Um, by the way, uh, Vehicle Protection Network's owner, Biff McCullough, in studio with us. We're going to get Biff on camera in just a second. Biff, you came in at a great time because um, we're talking about just the crap that Donald Trump is dealing with um, when it comes to New York, when it comes to these hearings, when it comes to uh, the indictments, when it comes to these little itty-bitty situations that they're trying to get Donald Trump on. And once again, Biff McCullough. Uh, joining us in studio with Vehicle Protection Network, by the way. Those are the ads and commercials we've been talking about. Todd at vpcnetwork.com. Um, Vehicle Protection Network, still looking for a couple employees. You're still looking for a couple employees, right? Yes, sir. Uh, top people making six figures. They train you in a couple weeks. There's two different shifts. Uh, literally, people are calling in looking for warranties, and you're there to help. Inbound calls coming in. And that's what Beth at Vehicle Protection Network is doing. You came in at the at the time where we're talking about um donald trump when you break down these candidates when you see a guy because the thing i've always that when i first met you is that you were the first 20 something that i knew that watched local news that got into politics that cared about politics that gave an opinion and it was interesting because um you know you you weren't born here with a silver spoon in your mouth and you've worked for everything that you've gotten and then you see what's happening um does it frustrate you what you see in this country Oh yeah, it's it's awful. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> well, isn't that sad? There's yeah. so much stuff going on that we could pick apart, and it's like, where do you start? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so much. Start with when you see the trials going on, and you see Donald Trump. What comes to mind? Fraud. I, I, <laughs> I, I mean, election interference at its finest. I, yeah. I don't know. yeah. What a great point! Election interference at its finest. Yeah. Great answer. And, great and they're answer. not even trying to hide it or sugarcoat it at this point. Yeah, not at all, are they? No. Not even trying to hide it at all. They know you know. Mm-hmm. They know I know. Yep. They know that Joe and Vic know, and they kind of like are like reveling in the fact that we know and we can't do anything about it. It's like sadistic, kinda. Yeah. Oh, it's it's wild. It really is. Um, Biff, when it comes to um, 
from being a business owner from a business standpoint, are things better under Trump or were they better under Biden? Oh, they were a thousand times better under Trump. How how does it affect you as being a business owner with some of the things that we see right now? <laughs> uh, well, now it's, it's impossible to even find employees. Uh, people that do come in, they 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 want the world given to them for nothing. Um, is that why? Why is is it because we, free payments were given out? You think? Oh, I think it's the free payments. You know now, you know the the how they're trying to cancel out the student loan debt. I mean, mm -hmm. these people they they just don't understand what responsibility is. If I sign my name on this dotted line to take this money, mm -hmm. I have an obligation to pay that back. Right. Uh, I don't understand how. If I took money, I don't want to pay it back, but I feel like Vic should pay it back for me. Correct. It, it just makes no sense. And un unfortunately, that's like a lot of the younger people's attitudes right now, especially towards work. Mm-hmm. What, so. what are they, what are interviews like? <laughs> are they, are you dealing with interviews over the phone? You're doing people that uh, come both in and over the phone and, and the people that come in and uh, some, you know, every once in a while you'll have a good one, but for the most part they, they want, well, I'm not working any weekends. I need to be out of here by three o'clock and I need to make at least $75,000 a year. Stop it. Oh, all the time. And that's somebody like right out of college or even without college. Yeah. They, oh, yeah. They just expect the moon and yep. didn't even work for it. Absolutely. What are wow. these people? Well, what are these people doing when they come to you? That's what I'm curious. I mean, where are they getting work if they're getting work? Uh, it, that's a great question. You know, some of them are unemployed at the time. <laughs> some of them say they're over at a different call center or whatever the case may be. It's just all over the place. We're talking with Biff McCullough. He's the owner of VPC Network, Vehicle Protection Network. Um, when you look for a car warranty, um, Biff's company is as good as you're going to find. Um, also looking for some employees, which we were just talking about. <laughs> yeah. Because you deal with this. It's, it's almost, we were talking about this yesterday. It's this entitlement mentality mm -hmm. that's out there. And you start to see some of this stuff that's going on. Um, are you, I mean, do you go into an interview going, oh my God, I wonder what I'm going to get today? Just because. Oh yeah, every time. Every time. Is it a specific age or is it all ages now? It's, it, uh, it's usually the younger people and we don't mm -hmm. really have, and that's usually who's coming in to interview right mm -hmm. now. And uh, that, yeah, unfortunately it's nine out of 10 interviews and it, it's the point where me and my management group, like, you know, we're taking bets at this yeah. point on like <laughs> what's going to happen in this interview. And every business owner that I talk to says the same thing. Mm -hmm. I sold mine in, in 2019 and that was even before the pandemic. Yeah. And it was getting to the point that when I opened it in 1993, you would have a few wingdings, but for the most part, people of all ages would come in and work and seem respectful of the ownership. Mm -hmm. By the time I sold it in 2019, it was like, I got out of bed. What more do you want from me? I'm here. Yeah. I'm, now I need my coffee. I need my latte. I yep. need to sit down. I need to rub my eyes. Oh, wait a minute. And, the, and then I got to go curl my hair in the bathroom, all this kind of stuff. And it got to the point you could hardly run a business. Yeah. And so that's why at that point I, I sold it and decided to retire. And it's gotten way worse since 2019. I can't uh, even imagine what you're going through. The entitlement factor is, it just blows me away. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure that the, the COVID shutdown made it even worse when people just stayed in their home, stayed in their pajamas, got a check, um, could Zoom. And there's some things that's great. I mean, so part of that is great, that you can do some of your job at home. But you know what? I don't know if anybody said this to you, but I have you know some millennials and some Gen Zs that are my own children. And one of them came home to me and literally looked at me and said, Mom, and she was dead serious, how's your work-life your, your work balance? I said, what? 
She goes, you know, what's, you know, like your work, your work life balance. And then my husband works for a corporation that they're always asking my husband, how's your work life balance? And my husband's like, what? Like, like, what? <laughs> hey, Biff, how's your work life balance? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't believe that. That's a thing. It's, money just appears. Yeah. It's yeah. on the money tree in the backyard. And honey. I just go pull it off, you know, whenever I need it. <laughs> right, right. But as long as your work life balance is okay, you know, and you got your latte, I couldn't believe those statements. Yeah. It's, I, it's, I call it the dumbing down of America. I and, sure and it's, is. And it's been going on for a long time. And now it's just to the point to where, it, it, it's gonna it's gonna be so hard it's gonna take so much time to well it took us time to get here too yeah oh yeah no yeah absolutely it's been going on for a very long time and it's gonna take a really long time to correct it and yes fix it. yes but with these people that we have in office now it's never gonna fix it correct you know well see that's what concerns me when you look at the election do you really feel as if there's going to that that we have a fair who i i still say there's no way in hell joe biden's running for president i, I something's gonna happen yeah, in my but, opinion no way he's running so if it is, in fact, Donald Trump, do you feel as if there's going to be a fair election or do you feel these mail-in ballots are going to take precedent? And why is there such a hard push to keep Trump out? Well, yeah, I, I, I don't think it'll be a fair election. Um, and I think it's extremely weird that all of a sudden, just the last two elections, they pushed so hard for mail-in ballots, but never they never did it before. And we all know the easiest way to cheat an election is to have mail-in ballots. Correct. And I also find it concerning and weird that the left is, they call it racist and all this nonsense. If mm -hmm. we wouldn't have voter ID, well, that's so weird. I can't walk into a gas station and buy a, you know, 12 pack of beer without showing my ID, proving that I'm 21. You know, my but, sons, when they played little league football, were not allowed to play football games as eighth graders or below, unless they had, their ID to show who they were. You couldn't play yeah. sports unless you had an ID. Yeah. But you could vote for the president of the United States? I don't know if it's still Are like you that. kidding me? But in order to get Sudafed, like actual mm -hmm. Sudafed, yeah. you used mm -hmm. to have to show an ID in St. Louis County. Correct. Yeah. Correct. But yeah, the voter ID thing, it's racist if I tell you I need your ID. Right. Just to validate who you are so you can vote for the next... American president. Yeah, that's um, so crazy. See, and then Jeannie says, yes, Vic, us too, a CYC card. Uh, Jody from Oregon says, unfortunately, it's mail-in ballots only in the state of Oregon, and it's been that way for years. Well, I mean, and look at Oregon. And then you look yeah. at Oregon too, Jody. Yeah, more power to you, Jody, living in Oregon. And But th there's a lot of great people in Oregon. Oh, there, but it's they? a beautiful state. Um, and, and it's it's a shame what we saw, what's happened specifically in, in Portland, that's for sure, mm -hmm. <laughs> and some other areas of what we see. Do you still watch? Are you even able to stomach local or national news anymore? No. Because you and I first met as we told the story, you recognized me from local news. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how the hell does a 20... <laughs> 27 year old or 28 year old know who news people are you i was gonna say and you love the news but you you can't even watch it anymore can you and not, i mean none of it thank god you're mature you're wise beyond your years it is it's it i mean it's just garbage all of it mm -hmm. and i i don't understand how these people i don't know how, i don't know how to have jobs i don't get it how like there's still people tuning in and watching yes. when it it's just all nonsense. It, it is. And it's so obvious. Yes. And so, even years ago, when it wasn't so obvious that it was contrived news, mm -hmm. we knew that news would be sensationalized. We knew that they would take a story and then exaggerate and make it bigger than it is. Now it's just 
fake news. It's mm-hmm. just lies. Yep. I mean, it's and like you had said earlier, it was a gradual. And to me, it seemed like all this happened just little by little by little. But then all of a sudden, just picked up steam during Trump because they knew, oh my gosh, we only have so much time because now they're on to us. Mm-hmm. Well, so it's really. Aaron up says steam. boomers still love their evening news, and as I they was, do. Leave, but as I was leaving there, no, the ratings have dropped so so much. The ratings are like, rah, rah, rah. Mm-hmm. they're barely there, and it's 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 a dying out. It is, it and is. that's why and people still and they don't watch it like they did anymore and the fact of the matter is like Annette says it's mainstream media brainwashing and you don't get the full stories I've said about before and it it frustrates you by the way we've got Biff McCullough in studio he's the owner of Vehicle Protection Network Biff has supported the show for two months now and if you're looking for a warranty of any kind, um, give them give them a call. Give them a chance. Um, Biff, can you give some details about the company? We've been giving uh, Todd's email and phone number for people mm-hmm. to reach out if they're interested. Your top earners are making six figures a year. All you have to do is show up, literally show up <laughs> and do what you're told. And it's not brain surgery. It's not. And you can make a whole lot of money. And you're not working holidays. I mean, are you kidding me? Yeah, we uh, we do on-site training. Um, I mean, we give you all the information you need. Uh, we make it as simple as possible. And didn't you say before there's not a whole lot of cold calling? There is no cold calling. It's all inbound. It's calls. all inbound. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to make that clear because somebody just said, "Is there any cold calling?" And I didn't think there was any, but. And when you give them a call or an email, let them know you heard about them on canceltheshow.com. I asked Biff to please come in and give a chance to promote his company because they have reached out. And and you hear Biff and you see what he's about. Uh, Because when you started your business, you started from nothing, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and you've gone through this. And um, you have to deal with certain regulations, being a business owner and everything else. And, um, and, And I think you see the difference when it comes to certain politics and who helps business owners and who don't and what America is all about. Mm-hmm. 100%. And it is about small businesses. Yeah. It, I mean, it should be, you know, I mean, I feel like small business is the backbone of our country. Yes. And, and uh, right now we're getting treated like mm-hmm. it's, it almost seemed like it was purposeful too, because again, oh, yeah. during the pandemic, the big box stores could stay open, but the mom and pops were chastised. Mm-hmm. And also during the Obama years, they took our insurance away and then fined wow. you if you didn't have Obama insurance. That was, I I really felt the beginning, the obvious beginning of what they were trying to do to small oh, yeah. businesses. Oh, absolutely. And and it's that to me, when Obamacare came around, mm-hmm. that was... Uh, it was one of the worst things that's ever happened to this. It country. was the worst. It's this that that right there show, should show the entire world that any yes. time the U.S. government gets involved with anything, it Correct. destroys it. Correct. I mean, it almost destroyed small businesses oh, and people that yeah. had decent health insurance ended up with none or crap, as you called it, Obama insurance. That's yeah. exactly what I called it yeah. too. I couldn't believe that there were for a while we didn't have any insurance at all because I couldn't bring myself to have Obama insurance. No, I and it was, just and it's couldn't. So expensive. It, oh, yes, it's unbelievable. Yes, it is. It is. And they were trying to tell us it was going to help us. And we knew, a lot of us knew, but some really good Americans fell for it that, oh, finally I'm going to have good insurance. And now they're like kicking themselves. What did, what did President Reagan say? Um, the the scariest words you ever hear, are, I'm from the government, I'm here to help. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And you can't exactly. trust it. That's yeah, for sure. I, I mean, and never has that been proven more true to, than ever than it is today. Correct. Well, all you Correct. had to think about is Todd said when it came through the pandemic and what government was trying and most of it was liberal leaning governments who was in office mm-hmm. 
The strip clubs stayed open. Yeah, liquor stores were open. Mm-hmm. Schools and churches were being closed. Strip clubs open, liquor stores open, schools and churches closed. Mm-hmm. Once again, strip clubs open, liquor stores <laughs> open. Oh, churches and schools, yeah, we're going to close you. And businesses, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, it makes you think, hmm, what's going on? Who's in charge? Mm-hmm. Um, those kind of things happen. And um, obviously, we don't want to go back to that. But we were taking a little trip down memory lane. But you can't forget the scorecard and some of those things that helped us uh, from sure. Robbie says, Biff is a good dude. Um, once again, Vehicle Protection Network. Um, we appreciate everybody jumping in. This is cancelthiscancelthisshow.com. Um, it is funny, though, when you look at what's going on not funny, but we're talking about all of the antics that Democrats are playing on Donald Trump. But here we go again. Um, you had Matt Gates. The Republican Party is is splintered. It's fair to say that, don't you think? Are oh. you following Matt Gates and Kevin McCarthy's situation as yeah, well? Yeah, um, I think you know we need more people like Matt Gates. I think he's standing up for what the American population wants, the majority of us, and he's not going to back down to the left and and uh, the deep state and i love what he's doing he started the process now to try to remove kevin mm-hmm. mccarthy as speaker and it's very interesting how this is all going and playing yeah. out because here's matt gates talking yesterday and after he spoke well i'll just tell you now too the house gop now has an effort to try to remove matt gates so the house gop is trying to remove matt gates matt gates is trying to remove kevin mccarthy the only leader of the Republican Party right now is Donald Trump, who's dealing with indictment after indictment after indictment. Um, if you're an intelligent uh, politician, you back Trump. Kevin McCarthy is backing Trump. Matt Gates is backing Trump. It's like it's yeah. all just one big freaking puzzle. Here's Matt Gates explaining why he is trying to remove Kevin McCarthy and why he feels that everybody should know this. What do you say when he says that this is personal for you? you know, for some people, policy failures are uh, recast as personal because their own failures are personally embarrassing to them. This isn't personal. I can cite to you the specific elements of House rules that have been violated. Kevin McCarthy agreed to a rule that we would have 72 hours to read legislation. He blew past that. Kevin McCarthy agreed to a rule that we would uh, not put anything over $100 million on the suspension agenda so that it couldn't be amended. He blew past that. Kevin McCarthy agreed to the Hastert rule, which is that you would never use a major- the Democrats to roll a majority of the majority. On the last Ukraine supplemental, 101 Republicans voted for it, 117 Republicans voted against it. So d- this doesn't, does this sound personal to you? I'm pointing to specific things that Kevin agreed to that he hasn't complied with. He's just trying to subjugate his real and significant breaches of our agreement as some sort of personal dispute. But that's just more about him than it says about what we're trying to do to change Washington. Okay, Matt Gates explaining some of the reasons why he's doing what he's doing. At the end of the day, he may be right, but this is a terrible look, guys. I mean, this is not good for the Republican Party. Um, the average person probably doesn't know, doesn't care, because they're dealing with their life in America right now. But think again, people who are paying attention, it looks bad. The media blows this up. They blow it up. The Republicans can't get along. They're a divided party. They really don't know what they want to do. Um, You've got Donald Trump, the leader, not just the leader, but the dominant, overwhelming candidate to be Republican nominee for president 
who was dealing with court cases, even though they've put them all on them, and then you can't get along in 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 the house. Um, I, I don't know where this is going. I mean, you guys can guess as much as I do, but I, I hate what I'm seeing. I hate Kevin McCarthy and Matt Gates for what's going on, and it doesn't look like it's going to stop anytime soon. Right. And a lot of people, and that is one thing that's going on right now, that we're really divided about that. Many, many people think like Biff does. I see Brenda on the chat line does. And then there's another sector that thinks, oh my gosh, this looks really bad for the GOP. And the whole thing that I'm taking out of it is I think what Matt Gaetz is, is doing is very, very good. Some people think it's grandstanding, and in some cases, it is grandstanding if, in fact, he knows he can't get done what he's wanting to do. So if he's getting done what he wants done and thinks that the American people should do, that's great. If not, what is this all about? And that's what I'm hearing on both sides. And again, the Republican Party looks like a shit show. Now, I think McCarthy is doing exactly what a lot of conservatives thought he's playing with the deep state the whole thing is just just a train wreck it really is as a guy that follows somewhat of this stuff biff and you talk to friends and you're a millennial right aren't you still considered to be a millennial i guess yeah by your age yeah but you're not a millennial. You're, <laughs> you're a you're you're a you're a gen xer right no um anyway um what do you hear do, do people get it do, when you're out traveling around when you're i mean you're you're a dad. You've got young kids. You know it's funny. Uh, you know we go to we go to California a lot, and we go to Chicago a lot, and those are two obviously liberal strongholds. And uh, I've I've still yet to meet a liberal that lives in California. Are and, you kidding and, me? And, and, as well as in in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the most part, when I when I when I talk to people, they're always like they're on the conservative side. Mm-hmm. And um, so I. I it's it's just so weird to me. I don't get it, but I feel like the most for the most part, most people side the way I, I kind of side. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, like it, it, it's it. Unfortunately, I know a few um, people that side the other way, and right that level of stupidity. I, it's just so hard to wrap my head around. I what kind of what kind it. of debates do you have? What kind of things do you hear from people who support? Joe, I don't, how can you support Joe Biden? I'd be curious to hear. What, oh, that's that, that's. Or do you even hear that? Or it's anything but a Republican, not Joe Biden, but anything but a Republican. They don't, it's not even that. They don't even say that. It's anything but Trump. Anything but Trump. Like what do you what like what do you mean? Just go look at like I mean if you have investments or you have a four hundred one k or anything, go look at the four years where you had that with through, through Trump's administration. And look where it's at now. Right. You know. Yeah. At the at the end of the day, and which what, what blows my mind is that I truly believe there's maybe three or four people in our entire government that have the interests of the American people at heart. Yeah. I, I think agree. the rest of them are all slime bags, mm-hmm. and they're there for their own personal gain. That's why you have these people that have, that accumulate this mass wealth of yes. tens and hundreds. They're not of rich when they get elected office. No. I mean, how do you? I, I mean, I'm. I'm just curious for my own. I mean, I, I would love to know how I can take a, a salary of $150,000 and turn it into a net worth of $25, $35, 45000000 million in a couple right. of years. Correct. You know, let the American people in on that. You we know? need to get you to run for mayor or something. I thought about running for mayor of Cottleville. You Are should. you serious? You yeah. Should. You should. <laughs> Biff, you, you're too intelligent. You've built businesses. You should. You should I'm, run. I'm, I'm thinking about it. We'll see. Seriously? You're still yeah. thinking about it? Yeah. We'll but see what happens. How far did you? <laughs> Cottleville is it's a it's a suburb, it's a town in the St. Louis area. So you live in Cottleville, then? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think you should do that because they're. You because just sound. You sound like you care enough, which is why I bring it up. I do. I do. It's but it's it's just. Uh, I kind of I tend to get myself in trouble because I I don't I cannot tolerate just pure stupidity uh-huh. and and when 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 people bring up these their arguments and mm-hmm. whatnot I just I can't handle it and I yeah I just you know <laughs> it is it is hard sometimes you do look at people, people need truth they do need oh truth. people hate the truth truth hurts Boy, people the hate truth, the truth yeah they don't like it do they unfortunately and but that's what this that's that's the way they want it to go you know I mean and, and we live in a society now where feelings matter more than more than facts mm-hmm. and yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they really don't. But there are people who will try to tell you that they do. Yeah. That they matter mm-hmm. more than the facts. Oh, we can't be honest about this. We can't do this or do that. I was. I'm going to bring this is OK. Gosh, I don't want to get off track too much, but I have to say, OK, there is a song out and I don't know. It's a rap song. And I, I was I was called about this last night from a friend of mine. And and this is something, and, and I'm trying to use the right words with this because I don't want to, oh, there is apparently some rap song that's called Jigga with, or Jigga my N-word, that's N-I-G-G-A. Jigga my, hmm. and then it rhymes with the N-word. Is anybody you, familiar with that song? No, I can't say that no. I know. I need word. to look, can you look it up to see if you can find that song, Lizzie? Yeah, sure. I would do it at my, sure. anyway, um, my friend's son was at a fraternity and he was singing the song and he came down and he is rushing the house right now. And he was saying this and he said it to um, an active in the house, in this fraternity house, just like, hey, no big deal because it, it is a song. It's a rap song. Do you want me to read the lyrics or do you want me to send Joe the but who's who's the, who's the artist? Jay-Z. Yeah, that's what he said. He said it was Jay-Z and it is Jigamai and yeah, it rhymes with it. Jigamai N. Yeah, but it's not N I G G E R or it's N I G G A. It it's the same spelling as Jigga, right? Yeah. Rhymes with Jigga. I don't yeah. and the only reason I don't say it is because I don't want it to give some freaking wrong idea. Oh, they're racist. Yeah. Everybody blah 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 yeah. blah. Jay-Z has a song with the title. White kids says it or singing it to an active. An active goes to a black active and tells them that this kid said it. They literally kicked him out of the house without their without the charter due process, just because he said the song name. Wow. Yeah, and this happened. So he's looking for another fraternity where this happened. I'm not going to say the school right now because I don't know if it's going to become a, a big story or not. Um, but that's the kind of things. Or he's like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "It's a song, and you guys know me." But they went and so they really tried to make this a big ordeal. This one kid, this one black. Did he? Did it hurt him so bad? Yeah, he it says hurt him that so bad. He says that he can't he's, sleep at night. That he's got to be a racist since he was singing the Jay Z song or said a lyric from the Jay Z song. I'm glad you didn't say it because it would have been a soundbite on the evening news if you would. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was like, I was going to look at. Are we that popular? But it doesn't matter even if you are. <laughs> doesn't matter. You're a white guy saying that word. It'll yes. be it'll be top story. But see, that's B, That's my point. That's BS. Correct. And it's N I G G A. Yeah. It's not even the word, and that's yeah. the thing. My kids have even noticed that. <clears throat> you cannot say that word, but African-American, black people <laughs> can, say my nizzle, it, remember can say it. Yeah, don't say it. But you know what? If it's so bad, <laughs> my husband's a track coach, and 
black kids will say it to other black kids. Oh, and he, all day long. And, and he, he stops them. He'll be like, first of all, do you know what that means? With ending in an R or ending in an A? Both. Both. Okay. Both. Oh, yeah. And he will be like, okay, if so-and-so that's white says it to you, that's not okay, is it? And he's like, no. He goes, then don't say it in front of me either. So, I mean, that, I think that has to be called out. Oh, absolutely. Don't, don't say it. If you don't, if you don't want us to say it, don't you say it either. Stop saying it. Aaron says, uh, quote, African-Americans will talk about right, white privilege. Aaron says we need to talk about black fragility. He's like, black people can be so fragile, one world will one word will send them into an exorcist-level head spinning. And, but, and that can be a but, cultural thing. Oh, 100%. That's what it is. It's, 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 this is 100% cultural. This, it's done on purpose. I mean, I always, I always tell and people. And what brought us up to this was talking about people, facts and feelings. Yeah, yeah. That's what brought us into this. And by the way, Chris... I will call out the university and the fraternity once given permission by the dad because they are trying to find him another fraternity right now because this kid had just come out of his shell. He was loving life in college and mm -hmm. the, and he was so worried and scared to leave. Unbelievable. Life was going great and then boom, this happens. So I will, but I want to make sure that that kid is safe because if it becomes a lightning rod story, which it could, then you don't want the kid to have to deal with any undue stuff coming his way. Well, and that's the double standards again that Democrats and Republicans have and then whites and blacks have. They can say whatever they want to say, mm -hmm. but if a white kid says it, and, and I feel like I can say it because I have a very multiracial family. If one of my kids says it, they either all can say it or none of them can say it. I, this double standard stuff is ridiculous. It's got to stop. But you know what? It's not. It's not going to stop because it's cultural. And I'm not even meaning cultural and color. It's literally on every TV program who can say what. And don't get out of line, Vic. Do not get out of line. Don't yeah. you say that word. <laughs> don't you say it because that's what Joe's going to say. What can you look? What year was that song released? Have you even heard of this song? No, I'm not I, even I familiar with the Jay Z song. M maybe I would have heard it on the radio. I don't know. The dad reached out to me, and I spoke to the dad last night, and he was just looking. for Oh, help. it's it's 2004. Okay, wow. Yeah, it looks like it was 2004. Well, I just know that if you say that word, our popularity will skyrocket, but for the wrong reason. Correct. Um, correct. If you started singing the lyrics, I thought about saying the lyrics, but then if somebody took the sound bite out and said that Lizzie Sparks is saying that. There shouldn't then, be anything wrong with me saying what the kid said. No, I agree. No, it shouldn't no. be. But, but Jay says, do we bite. have freedom of speech or do we not? No, we, not. we don't. Uh, Jeannie says Jay-Z sucks now anyway. Um, <laughs> but I mean, you know, what a great country we live in. Did, wasn't Jay-Z like a, an ex-drug lord and pimp? Kurt, yes. And, and now look at him. He's a multi-billionaire. Yes. And that is a great success story yeah, that you I mean, went from the bottom. Now you're, you know, bottom. Now you're here. Yeah. And, and it, it, but we're a racist country. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> well, it's so funny. Aaron says uh, Beyonce castrated him anyway. So he, he hasn't said anything in a while. Yeah. Uh, he's not allowed to he, say anything. No, he got it whacked off. He yeah, kind of like David Sparks, Lizzie's husband. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people think that he can't say anything, but he's really bossy. I, it just, it, I don't know. It just, it, it's frustrating. You're right, Biff. It's, it's all about mm -hmm. the facts. It should not be all about the feelings. We deal with this stuff over and over again in this country. Do you want to succeed? Do you not want to succeed? Um, look over here while the country is being torn apart because we're not paying attention to all the things that we should be paying attention to. Torn apart is a perfect way to say that it. Is, that I read, is. I read sad. an article this morning that uh, the Pentagon, uh, I guess they said something along the lines of 
they are running desperately low on supplies to send to Ukraine that I guess they're currently taking away from our own U.S. soldiers to give to Ukraine. And that, I, that, that was an article today that yeah, just came out. Uh-huh. And it just, it just blew my mind that that's, that's <sighs> what their concern is. And that's why that's what that was the whole issue with the why the budget wasn't passed is because the Republicans, the conservatives were like, no, no more funding. We're not. Why are we? Why are we doing this? And then every single Democrat voted no against the funding bill mm-hmm. because there was no aid for Ukraine. And then the Pentagon comes out and says, hey, well, we don't care what you guys want to do. We're going to send aid to Ukraine no matter what. Because the Pentagon is being run by the White House. Yeah. And, it, yep. and, it, and it, it's it's kind of scary. Like what dirt? Do they have on the Bidens that they yes. have him? I mean, because he's their hostage at this point. Yes. And he, I mean, if they say jump, he says how high. Yeah, he sure does. And so it's like, what other dirt mm-hmm. besides the dirt that Biden already admitted when he said, you know, we had that, we, well, son of a bitch, you know, they fired him. Mm-hmm. Talking about the attorney general over there when they're investigating Hunter's uh, company. It's yeah. the whole iceberg theory, yeah. you know, that you, there's a little bit that we're seeing at the top, but imagine everything that's underneath yeah, so the I, surface. It, it's, it makes you think. It makes It's like, whoa, what else is really going on here? Well, it's clear as day for most people. This just doesn't happen by chance. There's a reason. There's a concerted effort to take resources away from America, take money away, take power away, take um, your your love of America away. I mean, who else would be going after and making it racist to love America first? There is absolutely nothing wrong with a loving America first mentality. Mm-hmm. Every other country. I mean, exactly. Yeah. Watch sporting events. You know, I'm a, I'm a huge soccer fan and hockey fan. And you see these players when they win the Stanley Cup or they win the World Cup or whatever, they, you know, mm-hmm. the Champions League. The first thing they do is they go and they grab their, con- their country's flag and they drape mm-hmm. it around their shoulders mm-hmm. or they're, they're, they're holding it up high. But it's wrong if, if if it's an American flag. Yeah, that's sad. That has really become a thing that that American athletes are not patriotic because nationalism has become like the big great sin but of that's this generation. The whole, but that's the whole Nazism Marxism yes, situation is. that's yes, being infiltrated into this country. Mm-hmm. Into our public um, schools. I'm, we're going to be posting Marxism in the military, a, um, Nick Mathena, uh He's a military member. His wife, Crystal, uh, works in Salesforce. He put together, I'll call it a documentary. We're going to start putting together and putting more content on our our YouTube channel. Um, And it's literally an in-depth look of Marxism and Mm -hmm. military and how you try to take apart America from within, which we've talked about several times. Mm -hmm. And of course, the fight that's going on. People get comfortable. They're like, oh, whatever. We're fine. Nothing's wrong. Are you kidding me? Let me go get my latte. I'm going to go to happy hour. I'm going to have fun. There's parties to go to. We got our sporting events to keep us happy. Because as much as we talk about politics and try to let people know what's going on during the week that can affect their lives at some point in time, on Saturdays, I forget a lot about of it, especially now when I'm watching college football. Mm-hmm. Well, you need I'm an watching, escapism. Or when I'm watching NFL football. Right. But or when I finally go to watch soccer with Biff <laughs> with St. Louis City SC. There you go. But these <laughs> things go. are going on. Uh, by the way, how much fun has that been on oh, a positive note my too? My goodness. You've invested uh, in the soccer team in seats, so you put yeah. a lot of money there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. And even before there was a team, all you ever talked about was soccer, 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 oh, soccer. Yeah. So as soon as the team came in, I knew how happy and so congrats. That's the best thing going in St. Louis when it comes to sports. They could win the whole damn national. They could win the championship. We just yeah. Sunday night we clinched uh, home field advantage for the playoffs, and uh, they're good enough to win it. 
Oh, we can 100. I mean, we are a fortress at home. We're a little shaky on the road, but I don't think I don't think any team wants to come to St. Louis and face us in the playoffs. No, no, they don't. <laughs> so, they don't. I'm happy for you for that standpoint. Very cool. Uh, again, tell us about your business before we let you go. We've kept you for a while. Oh, you're fine. Um, yeah, I mean, we uh, we're like a little close family. Um, we're not huge. But we're not small. But you've been massive. You've had the massive companies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been real big before and uh, don't want to do that again. But no, we, we, we're, we're extremely busy right now. We have a ton of calls coming in and we are looking for customer service reps and sales reps to help house these calls and, and make some money while doing it. And the best way to get in contact with people is Todd at VPCnetwork.com. Todd at VPCnetwork.com. Or you can give a call too at 636 688 9491. That's 636-688-9491. I get it can't hurt to call and find out about the job, right? Or email. Yeah, absolutely. And find out about what the job's all. All inbound calls are top people making six figures. Plus, plus you've got two different um, shifts during the day, right? Mm-hmm. What are the shift hours? Uh, eight to five and nine to six. It's right there. And you don't work holidays? Never. Monday through Friday? Yeah. And then you one Saturday a week. Or I'm sorry, one Saturday a month. Oh, okay. that's not bad. Yeah. That's good. Hey, well, we appreciate you uh, supporting Cancel This for the last two months as well. We're going to continue to uh, try to help you guys out. And hopefully if you guys, if it isn't for you, if you know somebody, a friend, a family member, uh, a son, a daughter, um, have them reach out. Uh, the people over there are great. I've been over there. I've seen it. it it's fun. Yeah. It's a lively, at, we, we it's try, a lively try atmosphere. It try to keep it fun. And I was like, damn, this is work? <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Who wouldn't want to work there? Uh, anyway, um, we appreciate it, Biff. Biff McCullough, VPC Network. Uh, thanks for jumping in with us. Thanks for talking some politics with us, and uh, we'll keep Absolutely. in touch. Sounds good. Uh, thanks for keeping the faith. And um, and uh, <laughs> and being bold, being yeah. a bold business yeah. owner when Trying. it's hard. Trying. <laughs> yeah, you're doing a great job. Thank you. All right, you got it. Thanks again, yep. Biff McCullough, everybody. And then, and then how it goes, we continue on. But you can um, put your headset down and take off whenever you want, or you can just stand here and stay with us. But that's uh, Biff McCullough, everybody. Once again, this is Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. Uh, I'm Vic Faust, Lizzie Sparks. We just talked with Biff McCullough. Projo taking care of the boards, making sure everything goes well. And by the way, before you get out of here, Biff, you're being told run for mayor. Yes, yes. Run for mayor. Yes. <laughs> run for mayor of Cottleville. And then let us know from that standpoint as well. And we need to, to tell Eric, Eric, who's one of our co-hosts too, that he's usually here on Friday. Did you know that the current mayor named Platinum Rock Legends, which is that rock group that comes to Frankie Martin's, yeah. that that's the Cottleville band of choice so we'll get you with eric they had over 2500 people come mm-hmm. out to cottleville this last summer to listen to yeah, them the play there's a turd <laughs> well and that's that's what, the kind of podcast we need that, that's right and that's why we need a non-turd he looks like as a, the mayor he looks like a walking dildo <laughs> <laughs> i cannot stand this guy all right you're fine you're on still oh <laughs> it's a podcast. Oh, I see him all the time. And like we like to go to Bemos, you know. Yeah, and he's always there, and he is. Just well, if you want to talk, the mic's picking you up. Yeah, go ahead and keep talking. He's just a buzzkill, man. I mean, oh, so he's no fun on top no, of it all. And he's trying to like, uh, he's trying to let these big companies come in and put these nasty apartments in oh, downtown yeah. Colorado. Oh, yeah. You're going to win right there. Yeah, and it's keep like, that out. We don't want that here. You know, we're a small town. You we, are we very wanna, small. We want to keep it that way. We don't want all this nonsense here. You know what apartments bring. 
Yeah, we do you know what apartments bring, and is and we know what, and we know why. I mean, that's another subject, but we know why they're here. We know who's going in them, mm-hmm. and we're talking about the illegals. The illegals are in these apartments. Yeah. That's who's you just coming. won mayor of Cottleville, by you the way. Just I just won, so you. you need to run because that's a thing. Because even in St. Charles City, and this this is a national podcast, but there's a city in here too that there's big signs that the residents have no hotel yeah. because oh, yeah. they're trying to put a big hotel yeah. and a lot of apartments there, and St. Charles City wants to go back to the old-fashioned the way that it was and these red areas that's what how we want to keep them we don't want this crap. we don't want dildo mayors for no. sure as you call it we don't need turd or dildo, like dildo. <laughs> I, really, I really i really can't handle the guy you know, I just... well i don't know who it is but i can tell you this much i know who you are and i know how you've built business after business after business i know your ideals i do know that you care about people you've helped people you've helped me in the past when i needed help and i've seen you help so many other people and uh, there's a reason why so many people follow you too so if you run for mayor i, I think you will win <laughs> we'll uh, and we need shirts we need derek to make a shirt i am running for cottleville mayor and i am not a turd and i am not a dildo that's what it needs to you, you're from the area i mean a lot of yeah. times you have to be from the area too because small towns kind of yeah. work like that mm-hmm. yeah uh, but if you do run let us let us know all right i will all right. We'll see you later, Biff. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks again. Guys. That was uh, great. Cancel this. Cancel this show.com. Uh, Biff just had uh, Projo laughing and smiling. Well, that was good. Sure. That was good. I've never once heard anyone ever say that a mayor is a turd or a dildo. That is great. That <laughs> no, he shirt not a dildo. He looks, he looks, looks like, like a dildo. dildo. Uh, well, same thing. If you look like it, you probably are. Are you, are you staying? Are you sticking with us? Oh, He's got to go. I was kind of hoping he was staying. Well, you're still on camera. I just want to let Biff now. Know. I will never look at him the same. Oh my God! Yeah, and and Aaron said, "Don't be a turd. Vote for Biff." <laughs> don't be a dildo. Yeah, and don't look like one either. Uh, don't be a stiff. Vote for Biff. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, there you go. Gosh. We'll we'll come up with all your campaign stuff, Biff. Mm-hmm. We'll take care of you, buddy. Yeah, we got you covered on all the sayings. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, uh, yeah, cancel this, cancel the show.com. We want to thank uh, VPC Network, again, Vehicle Protection Group. We just did that ad with them. Uh, reach out to Todd at vpcnetwork.com. Once again, Todd at vpcnetwork.com. Also, special thanks to show sponsor, Complete Auto Body Repair, Curtis Barks and crew. Taking care of your car, everything A to Z. Um, also, looking for employees. When it comes to work, you're not going to find a better company to work for. Over 60 positions available right now. That's what Sandy is saying. They have got they're they're doing all kinds of community events all over the the the, the place, all over the community. You can look them up on social media as well. They're always helping somebody. Seven climate controlled facilities throughout the St. Louis metropolitan area for technicians to work in. Uh, they also have sales jobs. They own. Um, companies that are dealing with towing. Um, so if you want to work for them, if you want your car to be taken care of, uh, reach out to Complete Auto Body Repair. Um, you will not go wrong. Let them know you heard about them on cancelthisshow.com. Also, strategicairservices.net, strategicairservices.net when it comes to private flying, luxury flying. They've got all your needs taken care of. Whether you're trying to get away for a game, get away for a day of shopping, a quick day trip, a weekend trip, a week trip, whatever it is, and you don't want to deal with the rising cost of airlines, when you don't want to deal with TSA, any of the stuff there, you may be surprised if you have a group of people, how affordable it just may be and how convenient 
It is to fly private strategic air services. That's where we broadcast live out of the Chesterfield Valley in the St. Louis area. Um, Aaron says, Dildo Bob, screwing over Cottleville since whatever year he was elected. That is <laughs> Oh, my God. Aaron, that makes me laugh, too. Oh, me, too. That is, that's really funny. Uh, and Experience Realty, Kathy Helbig-Strick, Steve Strick, and Score More, our uh, new American funding powered by Score Mortgage. Um uh, real estate right now, it is a nightmare to deal with. Of course, it's ever-changing. Uh, we haven't seen times like this in over 30 years. You want to be with somebody who's experienced, who has seen the ups and downs, the ebbs and the flows, and that's Kathy Hilbigstrick and Steve Strick. They come on the show every Wednesday. They give you the inside information you need. Uh, you can give them a call. Tell them you heard about them from canceltheshow.com. When you call, literally, they know, okay, canceltheshow.com. We're going to do our best to help them out because they come in they come on the show every Wednesday to give you the insides, the outs. You know they're honest. You know that they're experienced. They'll help you out any way that they possibly can. And um, we just continue to promote them. This is Cancel This, CancelTheShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks and ProJo. And by the way, uh, the merchandise site is open. Uh, if you go to CancelTheShow.com, on the front page, on the literally the front page of the website, you can click on a button for Shop Merch. And it says merchandise. We've got all kinds of cool, Joe is showing you right now, cool cups. You've got the coolies. You've got all kinds of really cool hats. Um, we've got a variety of t-shirts as well. More items coming. Uh, we'll have coffee coming as well. We're going to get all that stuff up for you. Let us know if there are certain items that we should have. Um, just let us know. Once again, it's canceltheshow.com. Once again, canceltheshow.com. Um, talked about some of the politics and the things that are going on. Um, it is interesting, too, when we discuss and break down situations. A Texas congressman, Henry, Henry Quellar, he was carjacked at gunpoint in D.C. last night. Literally three men carjacked the congressman at gunpoint in a really nice area while he was trying to park his mm -hmm. car. This was in the district's Navy Yard, and um, they put that information out there. What's interesting is that uh, it happened about 9.32. It was dark. As soon as he parked his car, he got mm -hmm. out of his car, boom, it's on you. Yeah, right. You there. never think that that can happen to you. You may, but it's one of those situations and people who have been carjacked, and I know a couple of people who have, um, it scares the living hell out of you. I would imagine. And then it goes to show that the crime is on the rise. 750 carjackings wow. in our nation's capital where all the congressmen are. Mm-hmm. And you can't do anything about it. Right. Not to mention what's happening in the St. Louis City area yeah. and what has happened. And then you had a mayor who didn't do the, the checking of the door handles. Right. Did not make it illegal. Why is somebody going to be allowed to go up and check the door handle uh -huh. uh, just, for, just for the hell of it on, yeah. your, on your property? That's still not illegal in the city of St. Louis. That, that is crazy. And even if you weren't going to steal it, if people have nice cars, people don't want their grimy mitts touching your door handles, even if they're not a thief. Leave I mean, people's cars alone. I mean, it wasn't so long ago. I think it was February. Um, Representative Angie Craig was attacked in an elevator in her apartment mm. before fighting off her attacker. Yeah. A another congresswoman. And the carjacking also comes just after two weeks after law enforcement officials held an open forum on Capitol Hill for members of Congress um, and the staff to discuss public safety in the surrounding neighborhoods. Uh, yeah. And then one of the congressmen gets carjacked. Yes. Um, then it also goes to show that multiple congressional staffers have been victims of crime 
in our nation's capital just this year as well. Um, there was a, a U.S. representative, Brad Finson, staff members, was brutally attacked leaving the congressional baseball game back in June. And then a member of Rand Paul's staff was attacked in broad daylight. Once again, in our nation's capital. And if you don't think for a second that's not bleeding into uh, the situation of, of people coming over the border and the crime that's going to be rising and um, less and less people going into the police officer industry, men and women, and more people leaving at faster rates than ever before, a lessening of staff to take care of issues. Just ask St. Louis City how difficult it is. And if at least the people that will give you the honest answers, um, there's major problems. And then you think for a second that people shouldn't be caring to protect themselves at any point in time. Right. And we're seeing more and more stories of people protecting themselves and taking out possible situations, taking out crime elements. And anybody that would say that you don't have any of these Second Amendment rights when this kind of stuff is happening, uh, do you think they really care about you? Do they think they care about the well-being of you, your family, your children, your parents? This is this kind of stuff that's going on around the country. It's not getting better. No. These are not outlier situations. It's getting worse. It's happening more and more and more all across this country. So if anybody ever from a political standpoint is talking about, well, you know, we need to look at these situations and give people chances. Yeah, people get a chance to go straight to prison. That's the only chance you should get. These carjackers, are they going to find them? There's got to be video. Of course there is. But it continues to happen over mm -hmm. and over and over again. Yes. Um, I can honestly say when I'm out, I'm not worried. I mean, there's some times where I've gotten out mm -hmm. of cars in certain situations yeah. where I have my head on a swivel. But this kind of stuff can happen. Three people come up to you. I don't yeah. care who you are. Yeah. Um, you're carjacked. Yeah, because you're not. I mean, because if you're smart, you're going to just let them have your car so you don't get shot in the face. I mean, I guess if you have your gun and you're quick enough, you can shoot them. But if there's three of them, you can't shoot all three of them at the same time. Yeah, well, it's a situation nobody, exactly. You don't want to be in. Um, no, you don't. But you also have to have the ability to protect yourself if you choose to. Correct. Of course you do. You have to. You can't, you can't go into places and not protect yourself because there is insanity everywhere. And people are saying on the chat line that, you know, the thugs are homegrown, many cases. But now in additional to the thugs, we have all these illegals that are coming up, coming up through the borders, both north and south, that they're part of the drug cartel. They're, they're out to get us. I mean, we have to be very careful. Aaron says 100% we should have legal use of using deadly force to protect our property of and course. our families and our loved ones. Mm -hmm. uh, panhandlers everywhere. everywhere. And once again, we see it and we're in the heart of America. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not on a border. Right. We're at the last place that you get Correct. to Correct. most times, right in the middle of the damn country. And panhandlers are everywhere. They're everywhere. They're not just I, in the city. But I, I had my first experience with a panhandler, lots of them. Mm-hmm. 25 years ago yeah. in Arizona where the climate was warmer, warmer. not yeah. as horrible. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm like, oh my God, I love this. I mean, Tucson's amazing. I love this campus at the University of Arizona. It's crazy cool around here. I love it. Um, Scottsdale's so nice. Mm -hmm. All of these nice times. It's hot, but it's nice. 
but holy crap, are there a lot of homeless and panhandlers mm-hmm. everywhere. Literally had a guy jump up on, like I was in a drive through line. The guy came up and started washing my windows in the drive through and then wanted money. And I was like, the whole time, I'm no, like, no no, 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 no. As he's like spraying stuff on my windshield in a drive through Yeah, that's No, cool. no, 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 I'm good. And then I just, and then got pissed at me as I was driving away. Of course they did. That was over 25 years ago. Well, guess what? That's coming to your hometown, not to mention yes, all is. the illegal aliens that are on their way as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron says, breaks my heart driving north to hunt. That 7063 exit is terrible. Homeless all over. Yes. I- there is. They're homeless. There's homeless everywhere. And like this St. Louis City, Tashara Jones is doing such a bad job. And so are all the mayors all over the place. There's homeless everywhere. And did you know that there's like homeless camps now that are purposely being put you know, at, at mayor's offices and stuff like that. Well, there's, well, fortunately, and I only interrupted you, they've, there, there's been a homeless encampment yes. at City Hall. Yes, at City Hall. <laughs> nice job. That's yeah, exactly what right we thought City Hall. you would do when yes. you became mayor, but they've disbanded it. They finally, they dismantled it yesterday. Uh, the spokesperson, Nick yes. Dunn, for mm-hmm. the mayor in St. Louis confirmed that the city finally cleared the encampment, but it had been there for a while. I mean, we're talking dozens of tents. Yes. That would have been done on day one for anybody else. Get the homeless out, unless it was a virtue signaling for something else. Mm-hmm. So dozens of temps went up outside City Hall. It yes. was literally there, and this had happened for several weeks. It wasn't for one night, mm-hmm. one week. It was several weeks. Um, the homeless were finally removed. Um, the city finally enforced the park curfew. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, then they dispersed the homeless still all over the town, all over the city, and they don't let people... That's, it's just the hypocrisy of even the Democrats in large cities. There, there had been for years homeless shelters, and now they're getting kicked out by... It's all political. They're getting kicked out. The Democrats want you to believe they care about the homeless, but... As long as they're in no, your they backyard don't. and no, not ours. They don't. They don't care. I have friends who own businesses downtown. They were the ones revamping mm-hmm. the landing. We're talking about the St. Louis area right on the riverfront. And this could go for any city across America if you're listening. They had almost full occupancy in all of these new apartments. And they revamped these buildings and made them awesome with great views. Mm-hmm. And they were rocking and rolling. Yep. And then the homeless come. Of course. And they start breaking windows, defecating all over the streets. Mm -hmm. Police won't do anything in St. Louis City. The mayor's office didn't allow people. Hit job articles were done. Um, And all they did was try to make downtown better. Mm -hmm. And they've been dealing with these homeless encampments. Seizures, fights, overdoses. Those things, not only where all homeless encampments are, but that was at St. Louis City Hall. Yeah. St. Louis City Hall. What took it weeks to finally get rid of it? Yeah. So finally, after several reports of city employees being harassed by the homeless, living in the encampment, they finally said, well, we found drugs there, so we we, we, we disbanded it, or we dismantled it. Mm-hmm. It was fine as long as there was no drugs. Uh, now, according to the city, and I wonder how it is in Chicago and San Francisco, in LA and parts of Arizona, in Texas, New Orleans, um, how it goes with your homeless situations. But the city said that the Department of Human Services made several attempts with members of the encampment to connect them with housing, shelter, and support services. 
in coordination with other groups. But most of the homeless, they don't want it. No. They said only about a dozen people accepted. Other people didn't. They want to stay homeless. Yeah, that's crazy. By choice. So the city actually claims that every individual there at the encampment was offered shelter on multiple occasions. Mm -hmm. So the decision to put the homeless off the front lawn of City Hall came on the same day that homeless advocates and members of St. Louis Board of Aldermen discussed bringing forward an unhoused Bill of Rights. Mm -hmm. Unhoused. What does that mean? Unhoused. Unhoused. Bill of Rights. So they can go wherever they want? Yeah, I guess so. so what what right would homeless people have that you need to give them rights mm-hmm. to stay on your front lawn? If you're homeless and you turn down help, and maybe there's mental illness, that obviously, yes. that would, yes. and maybe not being able to make decisions for yourself. But number one, you have to diagnose that situation. Mm-hmm. And then two, then you'd have to, force somebody in to get help right you can't let them go from front yard to front yard to destroy business right. to business that was one of the things that reagan i thought was responsible for breaking up the mental institutions and i'm not saying everybody should have been in mental institutions but since then we've seen this increase of people with mental health problems literally just running the streets being homeless you can't force them in anywhere and and i've been asked by one of my one of my kids at one point said how come there's all these homeless people everywhere and did you have them when you were younger and i said really we didn't but there was places for them to go and forced for them to go and now you've got this running rampant everywhere and I'm not saying that home, that putting somebody in a mental institution against their will is a good thing but in some cases maybe it is uh, Jessica says Vivek Ramazwamy wants to reintroduce mental asylums I've read an article on yeah, this I saw that I'm not opposed to it I'm not opposed to it either um, did you know and we used to have so many more people in mental hospitals than we do now yet we talk about mental health allegedly being this massive problem now, but mm-hmm. we don't have placement for it, mm-hmm. which makes me wonder, is there money for it? Uh, Jessica says hundreds of mental asylums shuttered in the 90s. Yeah. And that was a Reagan thing. That was one of the things like every president does something that you love and you hate. Even Reagan, who is lauded, is like the best conservative prior to Trump. But he is the one that changed that changed all that, that literally shuttered all these mental institutions. And I understand that because they were government run and he didn't want the government money used for that. But in the same token, it put all of these people that are amongst people who can reason they can't reason and they commit crimes and it's i'm with vivek on that and and he's not my favorite candidate but i am with him to reinstate reinstate that because either way our government is dealing with this either by trying to get these camps moved paying for their housing, paying for the crime that they have, or putting them in a mental institution. So if you're somebody that's homeless, and I am not saying every homeless person has a mental problem. There's definitely people there, probably more so than ever, because you're one paycheck away from being homeless. So there's people out there that really don't want to be. I'm not saying they should be institutionalized, but the ones when you say, I'm giving you housing, here's a hotel, let me give you food, and they don't want it, and they just stay there, that's where I think you haul their asses off and put them in a mental institution because they're not of the right mind. No, that is a problem. It's a Mm -hmm. massive issue that you see. 
Um, we're also being told that they're being asked to leave, not forced to leave. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, gosh, get a lot of comments from our, our live. This is a live podcast and we appreciate people jumping in to join us live, even though most of the people that listen or watch us is after we are live. Uh, Kevin says we have people in our government with mental issues. Yes, I that get is that. so true. Um, <clears throat> Les says buying up houses in residential areas. Yeah. Not sure what that means or, or what you're trying to say. That that was on a different note. Was just talking about the homeless that are living, you know, in Southern California. That was on a different chat line, and then we have just all of our chat lines going crazy with people talking about what the homeless is doing in their area. So that's and they're buying up property and now the homeless people don't have anywhere to go and then there's people peeing and pooping all over the streets all over that's, the United that's States. real yes that's it is. real it is they're all over the place when you travel anywhere you can't go to any state that you're not seeing more human defecation and syringes on sidewalks than ever before well Greg says that we spend a fair amount on non-citizens coming here for that support Correct. and they are homeless as they arrive, no wonder we see more. And oh, this he's is spot why on. we bring it up too. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to continue to see more and more of it. And if you're, quote, homeless or if you're an illegal and we see the tens of thousands that are coming through every day, where are they going to live? Mm-hmm. Where are these people going? We already see the shelters overloaded. Yes. And the only people really doing the news stories on that are the local news stations in those border towns that there's nowhere to go. Right. New York is being overrun. Um, Boston was being overrun. Mm-hmm. The, the people aren't going back. Only more and more people are coming within the border. Where are they living? Houses aren't easy to buy. There's no houses for sale. We get that much. Mm-hmm. If you can, they're very. They're going to be very expensive. Interest rates are going up. Yet we continue to add more and 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 more people all coming into this country. Where are they living? If fortunate, mm-hmm. in those apartment buildings. Does that mean it's that they don't have the right to? Well, if they're not coming in legally, no, they, no, don't. they don't have a right to live there. And they our government, have, they don't have be any right. They have zero rights mm-hmm. if they're coming in here illegally. Yep. And, and Jeannie is saying that we will all be homeless and maybe not exactly everybody on the chat line, but there will be a lot of homeless Americans and the illegals are giving those apartments. It's, it's being set up to be that way because the government is giving tax abatements to these owners of these apartments to put the illegals in, which which the government can get more money. It's all about money. And Jeannie's not far off. That sounds radical that we, the Americans, are going to be homeless. But that is the goal of the World Economic Forum and the whole world order is that we say this on the show a lot, that you will have nothing and you will be happy about it. And that's what they want to do to us. And and they're, they don't give a frick about the homeless people. They really don't. But it is all about control. It's all about making us unhappy, uneducated, stupid, dumb, have no money. Money, and they don't want us to own anything. If you go right now and you look for some place to live, Google that in. Look for some place to live in any town that you have. There's not that much. What it is, it is so freaking expensive. And if you look at the rental, Google in rentals right now, and you will see that the rentals, the primary rentals, are owned by a subsidiary of BlackRock. It might not say BlackRock. Not all the time, but oh, you're gonna, a whole you'll, lot of them. They're buying up streets, Vic. But you're gonna, you'll find. I mean, you, you'll find homes that are not owned by BlackRock or Vanguard. You, you, you will, but, but more and more all the but, time that's but happening. You're, but yeah, great point. I was just going to say great, but what you will find yes. 
Yes. It'll shock you how many that are. I was shocked. I just looked for a friend that was looking and she said she couldn't how find did you any. find? How did you find out that they were owned by BlackRock? Because you can see who's renting them out. So if you even go on something like, you know, you know, like rental.com or, you know, um, Realtor, even you go on Realtor.com and you look for rentals, you will see that there's streets and it's owned by a subsidiary of BlackRock, which is open key, first, you know, open door, first key, any of those. And if you search hard enough, you see that it goes all the way up to either Vanguard or BlackRock. And they're, and here in our very red city, they're buying up streets, not a house or two. They'll go in and buy the whole street. And they're doing that. You can. You don't even have to take my word for it. You can do that today. And you can look and they're buying up whole street. And Bindi's saying first key. It is in our area. It's first key that is buying up streets. And it's it's scary. And and so then they jack the rent up, and then you go try to live there yourself. So you you if you have a house, that's why people are hanging on to it. Well, this is something I was going to bring up with Kathy and Steve tomorrow when they come on for our real estate segment. Um, I was listening to a guy who was predicting that things are only going to get worse mm -hmm. in the real estate industry. And here's why he says that the Airbnbs yeah. are not being used. Correct. Airbnbs are, they're falling by the wayside. Yes. That that whole industry is collapsing. Yes. And they're looking to sell. Correct. So that is those, a thing. So those are going to go. It's not all over America yet. And I don't know if mm -hmm. it's in St. Louis, but Airbnbs are going to hit the market. Yes. A lot of Airbnbs. Correct. And then who's going to buy up the Airbnbs? Correct. Not only who's going to buy up the Airbnbs, but that's they're going to be new houses. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and you're going to have all this inventory. Yes. Rates are higher. Yes. Who's going to be able to afford things? Then mm -hmm. if prices come down, yeah. then everybody's in that competition mm -hmm. again where it's not going to work for people and money is going to be scarce. Yes, that is true. And you're exactly right. And I can't wait to talk to the Helbigs about it. But just in historic Main Street, St. Charles, they have there's like 20 Airbnbs up for sale right now. Holy Right crap. now. That is a fact. You, you don't even have to take my word for it. That is a fact. So they went and bought these things. And these, some of these are individuals. Knew, I'm glad you knew about this already. There is. There's some individuals who own them. But there's like a couple families that own like two to five. And nobody's running them. Nobody. Lisa, please come back tomorrow and ask this question. Who's funding the seminar home buyers? Velocity Homes. Yeah. Chris buys homes. Mm -hmm. All the realtors who will buy your home for cash if it yes. doesn't sell. Mm-hmm. Um, we have somebody ask that, every Lisa, month. Lisa, please come back on tomorrow about 8.40 so we can ask the Stricks about that. Yes, we and I want to ask them too. We are getting, literally it's a subsidiary of BlackRock is offering us money every month to sell our house. Of you? Yes, and this has been going on for three years. That they're And it's every month and they're upping the ante all the time. And I get why people are like, oh my gosh, you know, you pay and it's double. They're offering double what we paid for it, not even nine years ago, more than double. But here's the thing. I don't want to sell to a place like that. And number two, where do you go? Where do you go? So you end up with the same problem. Yeah, I, I got this big, a lot of cash in my hands, but then I can't move anyway. Don, I'm sorry. We just try to bring real. We try to bring truth. We try to bring it raw. Don says, "Yikes! Please don't say that. We're getting ready to put our little house on the market in a few weeks. Well, it well it will sell. It may, it may in be a good minute. for you. 
No, that yeah. she's putting her house on the market. That is beautiful. Because if you already bought, well, if you already have somewhere to go, and I believe she does, she's golden. So if you have something to sell, but you already bought what you have and you're comfortable with it, you're golden. So to sell is still golden right now. It's where do you go? So if you have something to sell, like like that's the, that's what it is with all these Airbnbs. People are not renting them, and they're worth so much money now. And you can sell them turnkey, and people like First Key and BlackRock will come in and play double what you paid for it. So I get why people are are selling now. Why do they want so much? Why well, do that? Because so that you, so that none of us can buy it, so they can own it all and jack the rent up. And control the whole situation. It's all. It, it always goes back to control, and it's happening. And money. And oh, oh, of course it is. And money. Yes, and money. And people don't even realize it's in their town. A while back, you know, we had a lady come and rent the. Um, and then you have the all these illegals coming into yes. our country with no money. No money. Taking our resources. And buying a house has never been more difficult. Correct. So where are they going to go? Homeless and in these apartments. That's what's going to happen. So I agreed with Biff when he was here that he would like to be the mayor of his small, small suburban town so that he doesn't allow the apartments in there. Mayors have a lot of say on that. They really do. People don't, don't understand that they do. Of course, it's the aldermen underneath them and all. But at the end of the day, the, the mayor can push them one way or the other. And, there, and there's so much money getting thrown at municipalities that take these apartments. So I understand to a certain extent the mayor's taking them, but that's a bad long-term thing it, it is take the money kick the can down the road yep we, yep. we continue to follow those stories we'll talk more about that with um kathy and strict and, and steve strict tomorrow mm-hmm. kathy elbig strict and steve strict um re- had breaking news this morning it's another story we're going to get into too anyway uh hunter biden who had more news yesterday we'll talk about what the house oversight committee just released again yesterday more evidence um um, we'll get into some of the specifics. Um, his hookers coming from a trafficking ring. Um, you, you can't make this stuff up. Uh. And uh, payments coming from China uh, being talked about by Vice President Biden's uh, senior staff members in mm-hmm. 2019 when they were coming in. Uh, but there's no proof. Democrats say, oh, there's no proof. If the DOJ doesn't go after it, there's no proof. That's a lie. We all know it. Then this morning, Hunter Biden, after initially saying he was going to plead guilty in another deal, he pled not guilty to federal gun charges in U.S. District Court for the District of Delaware this morning. There's no way in hell this, there is no way in hell, and I know it's already been coordinated behind the scenes, but there's no way in hell he can get out of this. There is no way. There's no way. He was already going to plead guilty. Now he's saying he's not pleading guilty. How the hell is he going to get out of these felonies? Well, he appeared in court this morning. Uh, If you remember, he was charged by uh, David Weiss last month for making a false statement in a purchase of a firearm, making a false statement related to information required to be kept by a federal firearms licensed dealer. Those are facts. There's evidence of it that he did it. And also one count of possession of a firearm by a person who is an unlawful user. That's a fact. They already have that. Or addicted to a controlled substance. How can he plead not guilty? Mm. By the way, the federal gun charges, the first charges Weiss has brought against Hunter since being granted special counsel status by Attorney General Merrick Garland in August. I have no idea, no idea how that is going to play out. And then you also have federal investigators now 
talking about sex trafficking charges against Hunter Biden. Um, you know, it's whenever there's Hunter, we show pictures like this. Um, mm-hmm. You know, these are some of the pictures that Hunter's laptop had. I mean, just say, yes. I mean, yeah, smile. I'm Hunter Biden. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad's Joe. Um, but it turns out that a document that was released by Republican members of the House, we- House Ways and Means Committee, well, the committee obtained the document as part of its Hunter Biden investigation, but it released a large batch last week to coincide with the House Oversight Committee. So they say that in October of 2020, you had a prosecutor, a tax crimes prosecutor, sent nine cases regarding Hunter Biden and prostitutes to the assistant U.S. attorney, Leslie Wolf. This was in 2020. They didn't do anything with him. Mm. He highlighted several instances of Hunter Biden paying escorts to journey from New York and Boston to Los Angeles for sex. The Washington Free Beacon reported Wolf sent the list to her associates, but the matter died right there. Mm. Um, You're talking about hundreds of IRS whistleblowers records that it released before the first impeachment inquiry. Um, I mean, there's this stuff, it's not stopping. It's continuing to go on. And then there's another report. Now there's evidence that in 2019, senior members of vice president Biden's staff were worried and or talking about payments that the CCP was making to Hunter Biden for businesses and associated with Vice President Biden. These are documents and facts. They're not innuendos. They're not theories. They're not stories. These things happened in 2019. Just when you thought you've seen it all, we continue to get more, more and more and more Biden corruption, Biden unlawful practices, the son and the son connected to the dad. Mm. Um, so this is why the investigation is so port is so important to continue to bring these things to light. That's what's happening right now. Payments coming in. The Biden's just sitting there. Oh, where's the proof? Where's the proof? There's proof all over the place. And just imagine once again, if this was Donald Trump and Donald Trump Jr., what would be happening? What national media would be doing? What courts would be doing with all of this situation that's going on? Um, not only do you have this situation, you have investigators that found payments from Hunter and his companies to a suspected Eastern European ring, which we were just talking about. Also, the associated ring included women with Russian passports and a China-based company to which the money was funneled. I mean, this is corruption at its highest level. Mm. Also, Daily Mail, which did the story, previously reported documents, text, and videos showing that Hunter spent 30000 on escorts in just five months. Oh, my gosh. Ah. Uh, we'll leave it right there. Yeah. What do you what do you say next? Because no matter what we say about it, we have our belief about it, and all this stuff going on is so corrupt, and they just get by with it. They just get by with it. I'm still. This is not what you were talking about, but I'm still waiting to find out who, who's going to get in trouble for Epstein Island. Yeah, still waiting for that. Um, that that's 
that issue is not going. It, it's it, it, nothing's going to happen there. No, nothing, nothing is going to happen with any of that. Um, no. you're, you're right, um, Aaron. So everything they accused Trump of in the Steele dossier, Hunter was actually doing. Of course. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, sometimes I talk about all this aforementioned information to friends and family, and they think I'm either lying or being an alarmist. I have a couple of friends like that. Oh, you got your tinfoil head on. Do you really believe that? Are you just saying that stuff for mm-hmm. to try to get people to listen? I'm like, are you kidding me? It's the truth. It's easier to just avoid it. It is easier to it's, avoid Life it. is so much easier. It to, is. And there's a lot of people, and it's fine. It's it's more of a selfish take on things. Well, I'm just going to be happy, and I'm not going to pay attention as long as I have my money coming in and, mm-hmm. until everything is taken away from you. Correct. Then you start to see. But if you've never been political, money seems to not have ever been a problem for you. You can just go on your merry way, and you don't even understand what's crumbling down around you. They don't care the agendas with Black Lives Matter signs. They don't care that Hunter Biden is, you know, getting all of this money from sex trafficking. They don't even care about Epstein Island. They don't they don't care because it doesn't affect them. But I'm glad that more and more the good thing about all of this is more and more people are waking up. There's only so long you can stay blind because if you're blind to any of this now, you are willfully doing it. You are purposely deciding to protect yourself from seeing any of this grave, grave information. So it's purposeful now that you're wanting to be uninformed. Yeah, Um Let's see. Well, and Lisa's asking who's seen Hunter's Pornhub website. Like, I've not exactly seen the website, but I have definitely seen pictures that were sent to me via a private server type situation of what was on that laptop. It is unbelievable. The sick, twisted, evil darkness of Hunter Biden that could do this. And the reason why it was even sent to me is I think people knew that I would have some visceral reaction to it because a lot of the kids you'll see the hair it's it's black hair but a lot of them are asian little girls and i mean it's obama i've seen pictures of obama going to epstein island with this little girl i'm not even going to say what it is because it's not nothing to joke about about what was happening with this little girl and people just act like oh it's no big deal i didn't see it i it's disgusting what these people do to children. So it's no wonder that it's no big deal that, you know, kids are now transgenders or, or this is happening to kids because they find these kids as not gifts from God, but possessions they can do with whatever they want. What kind of, and I'm going to say this, what kind of sick bastard thinks that way? No, they, it's true. They have to be dark and evil and disgusting. But, but, and, Going back to the word entitled, these people have been entitled to do whatever they want because everything beneath everything is beneath them. Everyone isn't as good as them. So everything is a possession and you can do whatever you want to these these poor little kids. Hey, one other subject we want to get to today here on Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. That's Lizzie Sparks, Projo's in the house. I'm Vic Faust. Uh, it came out early this morning, but this is so fascinating when it comes to the cupcake New COVID cupcake push is, quote, anti-human. That's coming from the Florida Surgeon General, Mm. an African-American man, Dr. Joseph Ladapo. Dr. Joseph Ladapo is the Florida Surgeon General, 
And as you know, there's a push on TV. Travis Kelsey, tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. He's pushing the Pfizer cupcake. I mean, he's all about it. It's the cool thing to do. You can get your flu shot. You can get your COVID cupcake all in one, two in one, all at one time. Isn't this great? It's all fun. It's all fun. And Travis is having fun getting his shots, his little blue stickers. So that's why Taylor Swift is involved. Well, that's that's why I told, that's what I told Lizzie, I'm like, I, uh-huh. I still don't believe that it's all true love. And uh, and I, was, I hear people say, oh, I believe in true love. Ah. It's a big corporate ploy. It to, is a big to, corporate ploy. To advertise the cupcake. Yes. Something's going on. Anyway, you have the, at least you have the Florida Surgeon General coming out. There's a push. Okay. Mm-hmm. There is a push. I, there's no mandates, and I don't think we're going to see that. Lizzie says maybe we will, or she thinks that we will. I don't. But there is a push. You hear the commercials out. Uh, on TV, you see mm-hmm. them, you hear them on radio. Um, you won't hear it here. I promise you. They could offer us a million dollars and I would not promote it. No. I promise. As, 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 <laughs> I wouldn't either. And you know my story. I would not do that. Um, but you have Dr. Joseph Ladapo. He spoke on camera at Fox News Digital about his concerns. He says, quote, it's just a really terrible idea. This is a Surgeon General that finally has a platform to talk about this. It's a terrible idea. And it's remarkable and really spellbinding that the CDC would make that kind of a recommendation in the absence of evidence. I don't care if he was the only person on earth, but he's a Florida Surgeon General saying this, going on camera. And guess what? He's not. Mm -hmm. He's not the only one. There are hundreds of doctors, as we saw thousands of doctors across the world signing petitions against these cupcakes. He says, by evidence, he's referring to clinical trials, which were not conducted for the new cupcake. He says the FDA and CDC could have compelled Pfizer or Moderna to conduct clinical trials. That's something that's totally doable and normal. Clinical trials, guess what? They didn't do it. Pfizer and Moderna did not do any clinical trials. And the FDA and CDC did not make them do that. Mm. You feel comfortable about going to get a booster? No. You feel comfortable about getting your first COVID cupcake? It's up to you. Those risks are very real. They are very real. Uh, We've talked about myocarditis. We've talked about uh, what that is, the inflammation of the heart muscles. And guess what? Dr. Ladapo, the Florida Surgeon General, says that he's very concerned about it as well. He says there's also massive dangerous side effects of the vaccine. He says the risks are very real, which adds to the madness of the way that the CDC, once again, and the FDA are making decisions right now. And then, of course, you're Pfizer and you go out and you spend a lot of money and you get Travis Kelsey who wants to make money mm-hmm. promoting the vaccine, but not looking at the evidence. And then you have people like, oh yeah, we got to get it. Oh yeah. yeah. We go get it. Yeah. All those people who are against it there. Something's wrong with them. They're mm-hmm. naysayers. They're, they're, they're lunatics. They're right. They're They're, they're right wingers. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, the doctor, Dr. Ladapo, calls it negative effectiveness, a phenomenon in which contact among vaccinated people mm-hmm. can result in the vaccines becoming less and less effective. That makes sense. Yes. 
That, that totally makes sense. And this whole Taylor Swift thing makes sense. I could never figure it out. And you would think if it was real and it was a real love affair, how cool is that? But both of them have an agenda. Maybe. And we, and, and we Or laugh. maybe they have agenda and they like each other. for Well, good for them if that's the case. But I don't think that Taylor Swift, and, and maybe, maybe this will be the first love of her life, but I think she's waiting to write the song and they're both making a major amount well, she's of money. Got a, well, she's also got a... She's off right now from yes. her touring until yes, November. She so she she's is. got time. She does have time. She does have time. And if you've uh, got as much money as her, and I bet they're having fun. I mean, it would have to be fun. You're going to these games. It's hard to have a lot of fun during football season with an athlete because your practice and your video time, uh-huh. you're there a lot. Yeah, but she's. Um, I don't know that she's having fun with him. She's having fun being on the camera and being in that room and all that Travis kind of stuff. is showing her a good time. I'm sure Travis is, especially um, with that hunky suit he had going on. Oh my God. Dr. Ladapo also said, quote, I suspect that it is a real finding and a major safety concern, and they're pushing this product on human beings, talking about the FDA, the CDC, Pfizer, and Moderna. He says they're mm-hmm. pushing it on human beings. He says this is an anti-human approach, an anti-human policy. Mm. These are massive statements, massive massive statements. Yeah, they are. He says that a potential risk of the new COVID cupcake Mm -hmm. that multiple studies have linked it to is the presence of the spike protein Mm -hmm. in the body, Mm -hmm. which is there up to six months after the injection. Now, he says the spike protein, which is found on the surface of SARS-CoV-2, is that the virus that causes COVID-19 helps to enable the entry of the virus into healthy cells. Mm. So it goes and destroys the healthy cells and puts you in a worse position. Um, He says there are so many reasons to say pause at this point instead of the CDC and FDA saying full steam ahead. I am just grateful that you have a doctor that's being allowed to give his opinion because it wasn't this way a few years ago. No, it wasn't. And you were banned you were not allowed to say anything. You were kicked out. You were looked down upon. How dare you say this? You're a conspiracy theorist. Now we're in a position where the Florida Surgeon General can speak publicly and factually about this new Pfizer Moderna product shot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He says the CDC was vocal about the spike protein being a very short-lived phenomenon. And now we know that we have people for prolonged periods of time that seem to have evidence of spike protein circulating in their tissues. He's like, is this a safe outcome? Uh, I don't think so. And then he ended by saying it raises serious questions about the appropriateness of using these products in human beings. If there's even a question, are you going to put it in your body? Mm. no no please don't i've always said do what you want to do but look at the evidence and my god you're not going to be you're not going to have this broken down for you unless you're watching a situation like us or whether you're reading it somewhere you're just not going to be able to to go on tv and and get information like this Yeah. yeah um fox news put it on their digital page i hope that they do it on their 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 new stuff this should be an hour show every night, yeah. breaking down the evidence, talking yes. about what's actually happening in our country mm-hmm. and the world. Um, like I said, I know people 
who I guarantee two of the three have admitted the cupcake has given them symptoms that they deal with now. Yeah, yeah. Megan Kelly has said about what she suffers now from getting, um, you know, double dosed. Yeah. She's like, I developed um, these conditions now and my doctor told me and she said she was pissed. The doctor was like, well, this kind of happens now. Um, and, and wouldn't that infuriate if you took it and you didn't want it anyway and you were guilted or forced or whatever and you knew you didn't want it, but you did it anyway and then you have a doctor look at you and go, well, this just happens now. This is just what happens. And all of us proud unvaxxed knew from the beginning this was what they were going to do. They were going to try to force this for money, control, whatever, the pandemic. And in the end, literally in the end, Everything happens in two to three cycles. They make you do something, and then they come out with the truth of whatever it is, politics, shots, whatever, two or three years later, when people aren't so in an uproar about it. Then they're like, oh, yeah, we knew. Sorry, we forgot to tell you about that. That happens on everything now, and people think we're stupid. And a lot of people are stupid. They're just gullible. They just go along with what is said, and it's, it's sad that it is very sad. So... Um just be careful, be safe. Don't put yourself in a bad situation. If, if that's what you want to do for yourself, great. Uh, if not, don't be forced to do something. Just get the evidence. And that's what we're trying to show you. And at least explain from that standpoint. So, um, But in a good point. Is anyone getting a flu shot this year? I'm not, said Bendy. No. Oh, heck no. I've only gotten one of those flu shots years ago. We're talking 25 years ago. And again, so I understand people being forced. I was young. I owned a I preschool. I think, isn't there a spray? And I got sick. I got sick. The only time I've ever had the flu, I got the flu shot. What kind of spray? You get sprayed for fleas? There's some sort of nasal spray. No, no, there's a nasal spray for flu. I did not know. Well, I guess yeah. I probably wouldn't even look. So you put it, is, okay, is it the, once you have the flu, though, instead right? of Instead of injecting no, the vaccine, no, it's, it's, not, it's a mist. Oh. That you, it's a mist. Yeah, it's like that you spray it up your nose and it's it's the vaccine oh, for the flu. Oh, don't spray stuff up your nose, people. Don't go out of here today. Today, when you leave here, don't go putting stuff in your arms. Don't go be putting stuff up your nose. Just go the sunshine it's gonna be hot no vitamin outside. d is good but vitamin d is good but there are some jobs like if you work in the hospitals guess what you yeah. have to get a flu shot yeah i could never be a nurse i, I, just, I don't like blood anyway they but force I, you i know um, it's sad uh finally jessica says haven't y'all seen or heard the fda is banning a bunch of cold and flu medicine yes they but sure but why are. well I don't. I don't understand that. I don't get that. I'm because sure. it works, and they don't want. Correct. That's to work. what I was Correct. worried about. Is that because it works? Yeah, because it works. They're ban- they're banning things that work. They don't want us to know about it. They don't want us. Man, to know I don't about know. It. Okay. Well, hey guys, we appreciate you jumping in on the the podcast day. We call it the fastest two hours in podcasting. Gone. Poof. Just like that. Uh, you guys help make the show go great. Thank you for those of you who've jumped in. People come and go. You can always watch us on our website at cancelthisshow.com. For Pro Joe and Lizzie Sparks, I'm Vic Faust. Guys, have a great day. We'll catch up with you tomorrow for canceltheshow.com.